Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you unleash influence wherever you are. My name's Adam Tarno, and I'm joined once again by Clay Scroggins. Clay, we got another little, uh, we're going back to the listener mailbag. Love it. Uh, if you will. So this one was not an email, although you can email us questions you want us to answer, info at howtolead.work. That's info at howtolead.work. This was a text message. I'm not going to give out your text uh, information, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners that, that know you personally know how to text you a question. But why don't you read the question, set it up, and let's see if we can't help somebody get unstuck on something they're dealing with. Sure. This is for a uh, young leader named Johnny who sent in this question. He said, hey, I need you and Adam to do a podcast on how to succeed in your first two weeks as a manager. Wow. For the first time in my career, I have someone reporting to me, and it is much harder than I anticipated. I think that is a great topic. First two weeks. So specific and niche, right? I love it. We just got done uh, talking about that. One of our last uh, listener emails uh, being very specialized. So first two weeks as a manager, I love that question. So what are your initial thoughts? Well, I think the question is great. I love the uh, willingness to pause and go, I, there's some things I have to learn. I think everything in me uh, rushes into situations and go, oh, I got this. I'll figure it out as yeah. I go along. And I think stopping to say, you know what, there are some things that I can learn, some uh, tips, some tricks, some postures, some ways of being that will help me. So I would... Um, I would say to anyone who's pausing who or is in the middle of a new season where you're managing people, pausing to ask the question, okay, what can I do to make this a great beginning is so important because, you know, you only get that first impression once. Uh, two thoughts that come to mind here. And I think I was going back and I'm looking because I think we talked about how to crush your first 90 days. Uh, we do have an episode on that where we talked a little bit about this. So I'm going to reiterate a couple of principles there because I think they really do relate to this first two weeks. Uh, number one, what does your boss want you to do during the first two weeks? So you don't have to answer this question on your own, uh, Johnny. I think uh, that would be a great conversation to have with the person who gave you the promotion, who asked you to be a manager of going, great, I want to succeed. I want to do this really well. At the end of two weeks, uh, what would make my first two weeks successful? What do you think, right? Write down whatever it is that they say. Chances are they've got some thoughts. And then I really, uh, with two weeks, um, I think, Clay, along with what you were saying, that's not the two weeks to get all the changes made. Right. And just go, okay, finally, now that I'm the boss uh, and I've got some authority here, there's about to be some changes made. It's not time to do that. And so the other thing on the to-do list that I would put is getting to know the people that you're leading as well as you can. So you're yeah. just going to bombard them with questions, uh, personal questions. How are you? You know, like, uh, what's your family? What's some of your career journey, getting to know them personally and then professionally. And I think really like a, a great question to ask them professionally is what's hard about your job right now? Uh, what, what's, what's difficult about your job? Uh, what are some of the challenges you face right now? And just start to get an understanding of what the team is going through. One exercise that I really love is doing the life map, you know, just a simple, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and, and giving people 30 minutes to be able to present it. So, you know, I know in Johnny, in your case, you're managing one person. So that's everything's going to feel like a one on one when you're having yeah. a team meeting. But um, I would say doing something where you can get the context. I, I need context uh, whenever I'm dealing with people, or at least I find it so helpful to have context. So 
you know, understanding where the person's coming from, understanding what their family of origin was like, you know, the life map, I think just challenges you to say, Hey, give me the five highs and the five lows. If you were to kind of chart your life out on a, uh, on a, you know, linear graph, uh, chronologically, take me through it. Tell me some of the highs, tell me some of the lows, you know, you might find out that, uh, well, my, they moved a lot as kids, you know, mm. and because of that, I'm really willing to meet new people and also have a, sometimes a harder time staying in the same place for a long time. Yeah. You might find out that they had a big moment in college where they bailed out their first semester and determined after that, I'm going to be committed to whatever I'm doing. Who, who knows what you find out? But that context is, um, I think Adam's exactly right. I think one of the best things you can do in the first two weeks is get to know the person and really understand where are they coming from? What are their primary motivations? What are their, what's going to incentivize them? Uh, why did they take this job? What did they not like about their previous job? It's, particularly yeah, if so it's good. a new hire. And I, and I think, you know, later on doing an episode on what do you do when you uh, get placed as a manager over a group of people that you didn't necessarily choose, that you didn't select. I think those are, there's some different things that happen there. But if you're hiring someone and they're two weeks into the job, I mean, you're absolutely right. They're acclimate, They're getting acclimated to their email. They're learning where the break room is. Two weeks is a really short period of time. Um, but I think getting to know the person is what you got to focus on in the first two weeks. That's right. That's right. So I think what we're basically saying is do a lot of listening, right? This is the time to ask questions, listen, get to know. This is not the first two weeks is not where you establish rule and order <laughs> where yeah. you come in with an iron fist. Now, the one exception to that may be sometimes, and I'm sure there's some people that are that are listening, they're like, no. I got a promotion to shake things up. Okay. So if, if that was very specifically why you were made a manager, then yes, get in there. That's what your boss wants. That's what the person who gave you promotion wants and go in there, establish some new way of doing things and shake things up. But for most of us, uh, that's not the case. This is a time to listen, time to ask some questions, time to get to know everybody because that is going to pay off because really leadership is all about these relationships and everybody's different. So you're really just starting to lay the foundation of a healthy relationship so that you can know how can I serve this person? How can I take initiative for them? What are some things in the, de the department uh, or on the team that need to change and all that you can learn? I bet you learn a lot after two weeks of just doing that, right? What would you say, Adam, about clarifying expectations up front and, and clarifying the role? I mean, how much of that does Johnny need to be thinking through? Making sure that this new employee knows exactly what's going to be expected of him or her, knows exactly where, you know, uh, what responsibilities he or she has. What, what, what do you say about that? Yeah, I think I would ask the person, do you feel like there's clarity in your role? Do you feel like you know what the expectations are? If somebody is inheriting, like let's say one leader got promoted, so now there's an, there's an opening and now Johnny has taken that opening. Well, now he needs to figure out what were the expectations of the old leader uh, and this employee. Um, and so I think you would want to ask that, like, what, what are the old expectations you were operating under and do you like those or not? And, and getting to know that, I think the, the biggest thing is just going, Hey, we, we will be clarifying job description and expectations. We're not there yet. We're still just getting to know each other. So those are, that's kind of forthcoming. That may be at day 30 or something like that. Maybe at day 45, you know, maybe perhaps you started with a job description and then you hired a person and there was some clarity, you know, you were hired to do this, you know, maybe. I think reinforcing some of that, but I, I think you're right about the you know office culture and company culture reinforcing or at least making sure those values are clear clear of here's what we're trying to do here, here's the kind of place we're trying to establish. I think a 
uh, meeting cadence, I think is really important yeah, in the first couple good. of weeks of, you know, how, how much are we going to be talking to each other? Uh, do you want them to save all their questions for the one-on-one or do you want them to be constantly, you know, hitting you up in Slack or email or text or however you want to communicate, um, with their questions as they come? I think those are some of the things that you can begin to establish in those first two weeks as well. Um, you know, that was one of the things I never felt qualified as a manager. No one ever trained me on how to have a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and that was, uh, I never felt great about it. I never felt like I knew what I was doing. That's right. Even though I had hundreds of them. But that point, let's not assume that everybody knows how to do this kind of stuff. And so, yes, how do you have the one-on-one great, great things to try to establish. And in your first couple of weeks, just pick a lane on a few of these things and you always have the right to change it later. So just say, Hey, let's try this. Let's try saving all the questions and then we'll meet for 30 minutes on Tuesday afternoons. And then if that just isn't enough, then we can always change. But this is where we're going to start. The only format I used in a one-on-one that was helpful for a while was saying, uh, what did you accomplish last week that you were most proud of? What's the biggest problem you're working on this week? And how can I help? That's great. In what way you know, can I, what, what, what's in your way that I can help get out of the way? What problem are you, that you can't solve that you need my help solving? Yeah. Um, I think even having a little formula like that and sending it ahead of time, that was another thing I learned is I don't really like things ahead of time. I'm great. I really would prefer to just think on my feet and extrovert in the moment, but I know a lot of people need time to think about it. So I would, you know, uh, I got into a rhythm and a cadence managing employees where I would, I would send it to them ahead of time. Hey, we have a one-on-one tomorrow. Here are the three things that I'm interested in hearing more about. Can you bring this with you? Uh, when we meet tomorrow, uh, I feel like it, it, it also gave them a sense that, um, I'm thinking about you, that I, I am active in, I am active in managing you, that I'm not being passive in managing you. Uh, I found that to be helpful as well. And it's interesting to think the one-on-one I've heard different sides of it too, of whose time is it? Is it your time? Well, I think it's funny. I feel like it depended on which, I guess I always felt like it was my time either way. <laughs> you know, it was my time with my boss to get my problems answered. And it was my time as a manager, but I, I would probably say it's the, um, I would probably, it felt to me like it was the manager's time. It's the manager's time to go, all right, tell me what's going on. Tell me what I can help with. Tell me what challenges you're fighting, what you're facing. Um, that's the way I usually would see it. Yeah, I, and I think I would agree. And I, and maybe that's, again, I, I don't want to keep going back to age things, but as, as I've gotten older, I've, I, I uh, have come to realize that is a meeting that is primarily designed for you to make sure you're getting the information you need to lead the team well. So be free with that, right? It's okay in that moment to be, if you're a selfless leader or you're a servant-minded leader, then there are moments of selfishness that make a lot of sense. And that would be one of them where be free and, uh, and make sure that that meeting is there. Now, what I do like about it and Clay, we recorded uh, a couple weeks ago and you said something just offhanded about, uh, what, a what an employee wants with their boss is a relationship and what a boss wants is results like that. I have thought about that multiple times since you said that over the last, couple of weeks. And so, um, I think that's the beauty of the one-on-one is that you can accomplish two things in one meeting. Hmm. So you can make sure that results are there. You're getting the information you need. I think I would encourage a young manager or a new manager as well, leave a little time for the relationship. So it's okay to ease into that conversation or let it last four or five minutes afterwards as you talk about the Super Bowl or you talk about, you know, whatever's going on, summer plans, that, that relationship 
is a key piece to keeping somebody engaged and motivated. And so don't forget that relationship with you means a lot to them. You, you, you know who you are and you're That's like, right. what? I'm just me. But no. to you, you're their team leader and that yeah. relationship means a lot. Yeah. So to Johnny, Johnny, that employee that you hired, his or her relationship with you is going to mean more to him or her than it's going to mean to you. You got to remember right. that. And I think treating it as such will help you be a more relational boss as well. That's it. Great question. Great question, Johnny. And that was a really good conversation on new managers and just some things to uh, to think about there. So again, if you have any questions or comments or things you want us to consider for future episodes, we can be reached email. It's info at howtolead.work, info at howtolead.work. Clay, as always, great to be with you. Thanks, Adam. 